0: you wired in smallcapvoice.com. Following is a
1: presentation of smallcapvoice.com. Today's leader in investor relations, capital formation, and retail support.
0: Now, with your online business briefing, smallcapvoice.com's
1: Stuart T. Smith.
2: Welcome back, everybody, and thanks so much for making us part of your day and part of your due diligence as you look for smart and fresh plays out there in the market today. Now, to that end, we're speaking to Metavesco incorporated for the very first time the company's traded on the otc under the ticker symbol mvco and we're lucky enough to be joined by the chief executive officer of the company ryan Shadel. ryan how are you today hey sir i'm doing fantastic i appreciate
0: you having me on
2: Absolutely. Thank you so much for making time for us here today at smallcapvoice.com. And of course, time for your shareholders. But for some of our listeners who may not be familiar with your company yet, if you will, describe the business model and the markets that you operate in there with Metavesco Incorporated.
0: Yeah, of course. So uh, we basically have three areas that we are focused on. So we're a Web3 enterprise and essentially what that means, we're invested in DeFi, and there's two components to that, and uh staking and liquidity pools. Uh, we uh, purchase cryptocurrencies, and we either stake them through various staking platforms, or we are essentially a market maker and provide liquidity uh, primarily on Uniswap, which is a, a decentralized uh, cryptocurrency exchange. And so we provide liquidity pools there. We earn fees as people trade in those pairs that we've provided liquidity for. And then, of course, our big you know, moonshot uh, opportunities is in the NFT space where we have uh, made some pretty big investments in other side meta NFTs. Other side is a project by Yuga Labs, uh, the company behind the Board Ape Yacht Club.
2: Well, listeners, what a great website they have, and it breaks it all down for you. Metavesco.com, M-E-T-A-V-E-S-C-O.com. And it says right there what Ryan just told us, liquidity pools, crypto staking, NFT, and Metaverse, the three areas of focus. Well, Ryan, that was great. Thank you for that overview of what your company does. Now, you said something in there, and I see that you're a member of the Board Ape Yacht Club. Does that benefit the company? And first and foremost, tell us, what is the Board Ape Yacht Club? I'm not even familiar with it.
0: Okay, so the Board Ape Yacht Club—it's an NFT collection. Uh, it was launched by Yuga Labs last year, and uh, it, it essentially has become like the blue chip NFT project, really. And so it's it's kind of like the gold standard, basically, right? So they've uh, they had the Board Ape Yacht Club, uh, then they launched a derivative, the Mutant Ape Yacht Club, and then they launched a, a cryptocurrency. Uh, it's ApeCoin. And if you owned a Board Ape or Mutant Ape, you were issued uh, ApeCoin tokens. And so the idea was that they they built uh, Other Side Meta, or they're building Other Side Meta, uh, which will be a metaverse type MMORPG Type environment, and uh, ApeCoin will be the cryptocurrency of choice for that platform uh, once it's built, as it's being developed. So, it's, it's very exciting. There are a lot of things that we really don't know how they will pan out yet, or what they will become. But the potential is is profound. So, the Board Ape Yacht Club, essentially, to be a member, you have to own a Board Ape. Ah, uh, the floor price right now is about $130,000 to buy the the cheapest ape available. There are some that have sold for as high as three million dollars. So it's a you know fairly exclusive club. Uh, it didn't start out that way though. You could have minted one for a couple hundred dollars back, you know, like last April. Mm. So yeah. Uh, but that the interesting thing about being in the Board Ape Yacht Club is you you get access to uh, an exclusive Discord. And so a lot of the folks that are in that community are high networked individuals that are in the crypto space, that are in Web3, they're developers. Um, one of the co-founders of Reddit is in there. Post Malone is in there. Eminem is in there. And he, there's uh, Ape Fest up in New York uh, earlier this year where Snoop Dogg and Eminem, who are both Bored Ape members, they uh, launched a new song and their apes were actually digitized and illustrated as part of the music videos. Really cool. So it's, um, you know, you pick up a lot of alpha By being in that community, Mm -hmm. which, uh, you know, it's hard to quantify, but I have to believe that having access to those people, you know, inherently will benefit the company as we move through that space. And as the space develops, it's very uh, early, very, you know, immature space at this point. I, I think that over the next two, three years, we'll really see what it can be as it relates to NFTs and the technology that's behind the NFTs right now. If you think about an NFT, you're mostly thinking, oh, it's a picture. It's a profile picture, maybe. Um, Well, the technology behind that is really what's exciting because you can do all types of things uh, in terms of like smart contracts where you can have some product, some benefit uh, that you inherently get because you own an NFT. And I'll give you a great example. Adidas launched their own NFT. It was called Into the Metaverse. And essentially, by owning that NFT, you could go to their website and you could claim exclusive merch that they produce strictly for holders of that NFT. So it's a very new space. And, uh, you know, it's it's easy to, um, you know, get lost in the clouds about what it can be. But, you know, that's, that's why we're invested in that space.
2: Yeah, absolutely. But fascinating stuff. And you broke it down for us really, really well. Thank you for doing that. And obviously it is, you know, the intrinsic value of being a member of that, uh, like you said, kind of type A club uh, and network. The networking alone has to be beneficial for your company. So moving on, let's look back. So let's talk a little bit about what the company has been able to achieve. What do you see as some of the major milestones for the company as you look back on what your company's been able to achieve this year and even prior to?
0: This company at one point was a NASDAQ-traded finance company. Uh, last year in September, I bought a controlling interest in the company and took it over. And uh, it's funny enough, initially my plan was to build it into an accounts receivable finance company, which is pretty boring and very web 2. Okay. <laughs> and it was toward the latter part of last year, I started looking at uh, liquidity pools and NFTs, you know, just the whole web 3 space as it was becoming kind of the buzz- buzzword and you know, I looked at, um, you know, where could this, this space be in five to 10 years? And it was pretty, I would say profound what the opportunity is. And I think it, you know, if I could sum it up, it's like, you know, we're going to be billionaires or we're going to go to zero, <laughs> you know, cause I don't really think there's going to be much in between. Uh, but it was such a compelling space. And I got, you know, I went down this rabbit hole of, of research papers and reading white papers and, you know, talking with people that were in the space and, uh, you know, when I came out of that rabbit hole, I said, you know, this this is the opportunity right here. This is where I need to to just go all in. And uh, it was the latter part of last year. I kind of mentally just made the decision that, yeah, this is where it's going to be. And then in uh, March this year, we raised a little over a million dollars. We said, OK, we're going into Web 3. Uh, one of our very first purchases was a mutant ape from the mutant ape. Yacht club. Um, we started purchasing cryptocurrency and putting uh, liquidity pools on through Uniswap. And you know, the timing was was interesting because as we're getting into this space, the whole crypto market kind of started to pull back pretty. Pretty brutally, right? And so, you know, we probably took some hits early on, but I think overall, when we look forward in the in over the next twelve months, we're going to see that was a pretty great buying opportunity. Uh, so right now, you know, tomorrow at some point or another, we're going to have the Ethereum merge, which is a, a big deal. It's essentially like changing. You're in a jet and you're swapping out engines midair, and so. I think that when we see that happen, assuming that there are no major technological issues with it, I think Ethereum is really going to run. And I think some of the the tokens that we've invested in uh, will run right alongside it, such as Chainlink um, and Uniswap. Those are two that we have investments in. and And of course, ApeCoin, we're heavily invested in ApeCoin and uh, you know, all of this, I think, will translate into a lot of trading volume on Uniswap, and we will inherently benefit from the liquidity pools that we have on. At least that's that's what we believe anyway. So it's, you know, it's an exciting time to be in this space. There's so much being built. Uh, you know, it's more than just, you know, cryptocurrencies. You know, a lot of people, if you're not familiar with the space, you look at these things and it's, oh, it's just like trading some, you know, made up token, right? Well, the, the, at least the stuff that we invest in, there's there's something going on behind the token. With Ethereum, it's essentially software, and there are millions and millions and probably billions of dollars going into that ecosystem to build uh, platforms, to build uh finance systems. You know, this is where DeFi, which is decentralized finance, comes into play. You know, that wasn't even a term two years ago. And I think over the next few years you're going to see the decentralized finance component really take off. And and I think most of that is probably going to end up being built on the Ethereum network. Uh, it's it's stable. There's more capital there than any of the others, you know, probably all of them put together, frankly. Um, and so you know there's just so much being built in this space and you know we're trying to cast a wide net uh, and and just capture what we can as this mis- uh, this space matures and gets more mainstream you know just yesterday i read there you know fidelity and, and a whole bunch of other banks were building uh their, they decided to build their own uh, currency exchange and um, infidelity has enabled bitcoin trading for for retail clients so this whole space is i feel just you know it's very early bitcoins you know what 13 years old so it's that's you know in its infancy and if you look at uh you know if you go back into the early 80s when the or the late 80s when the internet you know wasn't even a thing yet but it was invented Mm -hmm. people didn't really know what it was or what it could be you know when i look at web3 uh that's, that's kind of how I feel where we are right now. You know, it's like 1989. We're driving down the highway, and uh, you're listening to the radio, and the guy starts talking about the information superhighway, and you have no idea what it is. And little do you know, 15 years later, it will basically change the world. And, and that's how I feel about about Web3 and the metaverse. And the things that we invest in are based on that thesis.
2: Well, very good. Speaking of that, then, because you're talking about the future, what does the future hold for your company? Ticker symbol MVCO. Let's look at the year 2023 and your operational goals.
0: So recently, um, I think that's about a week ago, we announced that we were going to put together some plans for Bitcoin mining, and I think we're going to add that into uh, kind of our repertoire. Um, and so, for when I look at 2023, you know, it's really about a year of, of mass adoption. I, I think we will see. The um, the the protocols that we've invested in um, achieve wider adoption rates, and that should hopefully <laughs> fuel increased uh, price appreciation and increased trading volumes, which we will inherently you know benefit from. So you know, for two thousand and twenty three for us, it's really you know proof of model. Do we have a, a good business model, and you know does it make money for shareholders? And I. I hope and believe that next year we will see uh, some pretty significant returns uh, in the money that we've put to work. And, you know, that will ultimately benefit shareholders. So, you know, we have a lot of proving to do. We're, We're the very first publicly traded liquidity provider in the United States. There is no other cryptocurrency liquidity provider in the United States that's publicly traded. We are the first. And so, you know. I don't, I don't I'm certain we won't be last. But right. We are first. And, you know, that means we have some proving to do. And so uh, my hope for next year is that when when shareholders and potential shareholders look at how we did they're like, wow, this this model really is great. And they really are first movers. And, you know, it's generating returns for shareholders. And ultimately, that's that's my job.
2: Well, yeah, and that's the cachet you bring when you're first to market, and you get to put up those barriers to entry, and then you have the competitive advantages. This is all Business 101, listeners, and it's really key that what you just pointed out for your investors and potential investors listening in today. Well, listeners, once again, we're speaking with Ryan Shadle. He is the president and CEO, ticker symbol. M-V-C-O, company name, Metavesco. You can go to the same website, metavesco.com. Ryan, it's been fascinating listening to you, not just about your company, but this exciting industry you're in and really finding out the advantages you have by being that first mover within this market space. The only publicly traded company in this space. So listeners, if you want to invest in what they're doing, these guys are the only ones you can look at. Ticker, simple again, M-V-C-O. Ryan, thanks so much for your time today. Thank you so much. All right, for Ryan Shadle, this is Stuart Smith saying thanks so much for listening.
1: SmallCapVoice.com, today's leader in investor relations, capital formation, and retail support provides its clients with the highest level of service. Our audio interviews are disseminated to one of the largest opt-in audiences available today. How? We at SmallCapVoice.com believe in aligning and affiliating ourselves with other leaders within the investor relations community.